0: Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. You guys, can grab some seats. Grab your seats. Um, got something I want to say. I have something to say. Do you know what's worse than a dad joke? I'm going to find out an uncle joke. An uncle joke, because it's a faux pas. Oh. Don't know if you heard that. Pastor Steve said, "What's worse than a dad joke is an uncle joke." Because it's a faux pas. Yeah. yeah. No one here is funny the second time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, no, they're not. Okay. Okay. Well, it's really good to be here this morning. I hope you, you've had a great morning. This has been great worshiping God. Yeah. It has been great. Well done, team. That's awesome. And I'm up here by my lonesome again. That's different. Over these last couple of years, I've always had someone with me, or at least Stephen's been there to take most of the. Conversation and, and, and I haven't I haven't had to work too hard. I'm not saying that at all. Oh, how do I get myself in so much trouble? Let's get back on the point. <laughs> okay, that's gonna pray. We're gonna pray now. Father, thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here. We've, we've been doing that all morning, but right now we want to take a moment to to tune our ears in as we sit down and as we settle. We don't want to settle too much. That we don't hear from you, God. We want to be awake and alert, and ready to hear what you have to say. Yes. Your great Father, yes, you speak to us, Amen. Yes, so talking about speaking, I was um, I was standing there before singing the songs, and um, as you were were too, uh, uh, but I was I, I had these feelings going through my my myself, my heart, my mind, and it. And I was talking to God about him, and he spoke to me a couple of things, so I'm going to share it with you. I feel like this morning here, and it could be online as well, that someone here has been getting annoyed um, and getting frustrated. It could be the stuff that's been happening this morning right now. It could be the drums. <laughs> could be this guy talking up here. It could have been anything, but something's been getting you annoyed, and you've actually been feeling this. This level of annoyance rising. It could have even happened when you got up this morning. I don't know. But if it's speaking to you, God, God wants to say something to you. Could, you're getting these waves of frustration and annoyance that have been hitting you. And, and I just want to say it's it's, a, it's not just the things that are annoying you. You don't have to fix all the things that are going on around you. Like, i got to fix that. i got to fix that. And these guys got to do that better. And can't believe he hit those drums. So, I'm not picking on you, Ken. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> where, where is he? He's got, he's got it to get a drink. That's good. Um, but um, things have been rising in you. And, and I, and I want to say those waves of frustration are just showing something else. God's actually revealing something that's going on underneath. And, and there could be... Most likely when you're getting frustrated and annoyed and angry at things, it's because there's a hurt and a pain inside you. There's a wound inside you that, that either you're not able to deal with or you haven't dealt with it or, or it's just going on right now. I just want to say God, God wants to heal that. He's bringing that up now. You're feeling that happening because he wants to feel that, he heal that. He wants to heal it. And that's not... That's not little, right? This, this is a big thing. So I want to take a couple of minutes. And, and, and if it's not you, then you can just pray for the people who, who it is for. So I want to give an opportunity for, for prayer. If, if that is you, if that is you, I'd like you to come up forward and respond because God is showing, showing you something now. It's, if that's you, come forward. Don't This, this place is open. There's, there's no shame in this at all because if we're annoyed, if something's happening, it's so God can set you free. We've got a team that's going to come forward and we're going to pray for you. Thank you, Father. Who else? If it's you at home, then you can stand right now and put your hand on your heart and you can, you can ask for prayer while we're praying as well, okay? Thank you, Father. Thank you, everyone, for being quiet. And Thank you for quiet. You know what I'm saying. Not be quiet, but thank you for praying. And you can be, you can be loud in your prayer. I don't mind that at all. But is there anyone else? Is there anyone else? You've been feeling this level of annoyance and frustration. It's okay if it's not. I'm just giving you one last chance. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So if it is you and you're still sitting down, that's okay. Because I'm going to pray for you as well. Dear Jesus. Dear precious Jesus. You are the one who had the right to be annoyed about everything. But you took that annoyance and you laid it down. And you sent your Holy Spirit to us to reveal stuff that's happening with us, the spirit of comfort but also the spirit of truth. So you're revealing, you're revealing what's really going on underneath and, 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 and we don't know what it is but I know you do, God, and you're dealing with it right now. There is a healing going on in these hearts right now, in your heart right now. There is a healing. There is a healing going on right now. And it's not little, it's deep. It's deep, so, so you may not even feel it, but there is a healing going on right now. Right now, in Jesus' name, there is a healing going on. Healing, healing. Thank you, Father. And you're setting us free. You're setting them free of whatever has been holding them back, whatever has been hurting them. If there is a barb or something still in there, if there is, a, if there is something still causing that wound, You're setting them free of that right now, free of the effect of it. It may still be in their lives, but you are freeing them from the effect. In Jesus' name, I'm declaring freedom, 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 freedom. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, this is good. This is good. I could stay here all day. If that's you at home. Don't think that because you're not here, you're not a part of it. You are a part of this. And we're praying for you, Father. Thank you for those who are listening to this broadcast or or the podcast or whatever it is. I thank you, Father, for freedom. It's what you came here for, Jesus. You came to set us free. I declare freedom over every person and I declare the healing of Jesus because by your stripes we're healed. All this has been spoken of in the Bible and Scriptures. So we take a hold of it and say, yes, Lord, we apply that now. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for your freedom in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. Who knows that God reveals, stuff gets brought up in our lives because God wants to fix it. It may be selfishness. Oh. But God brings it up because he wants to heal it and fix it and set it right. It may be pain or suffering. It may be a hurt from your childhood, but God wants to bring it up. It's hard. It's hard because it brings up a whole heap of stuff. When it comes up through all the layers, it brings up junk, okay? But God wants to fix that and then heal that wound because he can do that. He can heal it. Thank you, Father. We're going to take a few extra minutes. Because God wants to do something. So keep joining with these guys in prayer. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're awesome. Isn't it good when Jesus calls, we respond and he heals? We see that in the Word where, where he has called people out and said, you, oh. I want to. I want to heal you. People, some people have called him. Others, he's just called them out, and then he heals. God is good. God is good. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So what's yeah yeah? Something's happening. In in God is God is doing something. Something's going on and we haven't seen it yet. And we're just starting to catch like a trace of the whisper of it. You know, like even though I don't see it, you're working. The Bible declares that he's, he's always working and he doesn't rest. He doesn't take a day off. He doesn't need to. We need to. That's okay to take a day off. But he doesn't rest when he's working for his children. He's always, always working for the good of you and for me as we trust in him. And even, get this, even when we, we don't acknowledge him and we're standing against him or, or we're, we're just ignorant of him and we don't want to listen to him, he's still working for you. So good. So good. Um, so I feel like there's a change and, and sometimes when there's, a, always when there's a change, we need to change. So God's changed something. So we need to change to fit this new, Right? There's something in us that needs to change and, and maybe it's a little bit of acceleration to catch up with him or, or maybe it's healing. Um, but I'm going to speak about a couple of things this morning and it's going to be based on that because I, I feel like this time it's going to be different. Um, now whether you carry any baggage with that statement, you go, yeah, yeah, this time, yeah, I've seen this before or, or, or whatever, this time it's going to be different. I really believe this time it's going to be different. I mean, you can say that any time, but this time, yeah, you can, yeah. Don't hold back in encouraging me because I want that. Okay, excellent. I don't need too much. I just need a bit. To keep it coming. This time it's going to, be di- going to be different. Actually, I want you to say it. Let's say it together. Ready, set, go. This time it's going to be different. Do I say it again? This time it's going to be different. Hmm. I feel like the Holy Spirit wants to change some ideas that we've got some predefined ideas, some stuff that we've been shown, you know, the rule of the first, something you've been shown for the first time. Someone showed it to you and you're like, oh, that's the way it's meant to be. Holy Spirit wants to reveal what it really is and what it's all about. So let's stay open to that, okay? And and it, he wants to change some ideas. Now what I, can I Can I bring some enlightenment to when I say he wants to change? Who knows the Holy Spirit is not... Not a forceful person. He's not going to go, you need to change this. He presents a feast before you and says, do you want some? Yeah. Come on. Would you like some? Yeah. I have it ready for you. It's prepared. And if you say yes, you can come and eat. That, that's all that needs to happen, right? But so when, when you hear God say, this is a commandment and this is, you have to do this. You need to do this. It's him saying, here is a feast before you. Yeah. Would you like to come and have some? All you need to do is choose it. So this time it's going to be different. I'm going to give you some reasons why it's going to be different. And reason number one, I don't have any slides for this. Sorry. I would have got Regan up on this, but I was too busy changing them. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like in there writing them out. No, that's not good enough changing them. Anyway, the first one is, behold, I'm doing a new thing. In Isaiah 43, verses 16 to 20. Let's let's focus on that for a second. This is in the message I'm going to read from. So get your Bibles out, or just look on the sc- yeah, look on the screen. That's good. So this is what God says. This is interesting because I love it in the message. That's why I brought this out because the God who builds a road through the ocean, who carves a path through the pounding waves. Hmm. In some versions it says. Actually, I was looking at the the mix of words like Hebrew and English. It says He carves a path through the mighty waters. Does that sound good to you? Carving apart. Okay. Mighty waters might sound a little scary to you because I, I like being on boats, but when they're mighty waters, I'm mighty scared. <laughs> uh, but through the mighty waters, and the waters, again, the waters he uses is, is the same word for waters that he uses when the Spirit is hovering over the waters at, at the beginning of creation. You know, the, the world is, is not formed and it's void, and the Spirit is hovering over the waters. Waters. God carves a path through the mighty waters. Now, let's forget what's been happening. Don't keep, don't keep going over old history. I mean, we need to remember what God's done for us. We need to look at the signposts. But there's some things we don't need to keep remembering, okay? Some things we don't need to keep going. Eh, eh, oh, yeah, eh, no, yeah. no, yep. that's me. I did it. Did it again. Did it again. Some things you don't need to be going over. Let's not go over old history. And, and there's errors that are made. That's what I'm talking about. But Be alert be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out, don't you see it? Okay, something brand new. I've lived in church for a while. I've grown up in church. This has been my family. I moved to other churches. That was my family. I came back to this church. This is my family. I've been in church for a long time. I'm, I'm old, right? But I'm excited when when I read that that there's something brand new. So I've experienced a lot in church. I've seen a lot of different things happen. I've seen a lot of crazy stuff happen, Well, crazy in my mind. Right? What has just happened? What is going on? Remember, as a kid, people running around, people falling over, um, people screaming, and screaming, and and but that was because they were getting set free. Yeah. That's a reaction of, and that's okay. So so as a kid, I was a little. What's happening? But but I'm excited. Oh, sorry, when I say that, I'm, I'm like, I, it's brand new what he's doing. And I've seen a lot of stuff. You may not have seen that before and that would be brand new to you. But he's going to do something brand new. It's not going to be like it was. This time it's going to be different. This time it's going to be different. I'm doing something brand new. And it's bursting out. Don't you see it? Can you, sm- can, can, just right now, can you sense something is happening? something is happening and so you like even if it's something little you can grab a hold of that and go yeah okay God what are you doing what's new what what is it you're going to do what is it you're going to do in me what is it you're going to do in my family what is it you're going to do in this world in Muldura? what is it you're going to do in the hospital what is it you're going to do through all these people having to wear masks what is it you're going to do what is it you're going to do in these rules that have been put on us what is it you're going to do there it is I'm making a road through the desert well that's different he was just talking about carving through the mighty waters. Now he's talking about desert. Some versions say wilderness. Some, ple- some say it's, it's a place alone, like out there. <laughs> that one's from my brother. Oh, I didn't say my dad joke, did I? I'll, la- I'll say that for later. I'll make that another interruption to what I'm saying. Thank you for laughing. Uh, Making a road through the desert, that talks about a journey. Uh, there it is. I'm making a path in the journey of your life. So I'm, I'm ready to part the waters. And actually, during these two scriptures I just, I just mentioned, there's a little bit more in there. He talks about uh, like the armies and the reserves, all the chariots and all the horses and all the, the soldiers and warriors all got crushed in the water. It's talking about when the, the, the Dead Sea crushed over the, the armies of Egypt And they were defeated, like decimated and didn't recover militarily like they had back then or financially, right? So that was sorted out. God dealt with that. And it's talking about I'm going to make a way through this. I'm going to make a new – there's going to be a new path through this, a new road in the desert. Rivers in the Badlands. Badlands. Wild animals will say thank you, the coyotes and the buzzards, because I am providing water in the desert and rivers through the sun-baked earth. He's parking on this dry area right now a bit, isn't he? So he's, he said through the waters, through the chaos, that's what it talks about, chaos. And now he's talking about through a dry land, um, through rivers of sun-baked earth. Who's ever been dry like that before? Yep. Drinking water for the people that I have chosen talks about water to drink and also water to irrigate. So there's sustenance, there's, there's a refreshing, but there's also a, a sustaining of you as well. How good is that? The people I made for myself are people custom-made to praise me. How cool is that? How cool is that? Easy to get stuck on the word praise is that it has to be a song or a, or a word spoken or I praise you, God. But praise and worship is, is who we are. It's, 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 our, it's, our, it's our consideration. It's our, it's our thoughtfulness. It's our, it's our ability to be um, disciplined and changed, right? Not being stuck the way we were and listening to the Holy Spirit and, and moving on and not being like, mm, right here, I'm not going to change. That's actually worship as well, allowing him to work in your life and, and be like clay moulded by the potter, you know, spread out. And like, let's see what else we can make with this. Mm. Mm. that sounds pretty good to me that's a good reason right that there is this time it's going to be different isn't it great you can grab hold of scripture and go all right god what what else do you want to oh what else is in here i want to take out some more because i was i was reading through scriptures going what else is there god and i'm sure i could do that and keep talking And, and you could probably right now say yeah what about this adrian or what about that because god's word is limitless limitless in depth and and it's good it's good for any situation, for all times, trouble, good times, lack, surplus, good yeah, for all times. Okay, so, so this time it's going to be different. Yeah. I'm really excited by that statement. So reason number two, and this is a biggie. Are you ready for it? You've got to let go of the past. Reason number two that it's going to be different is because you're going to let go of some baggage. You're going to let go of it. Why are you holding on to it? <laughs> Why are we holding on to it? Why are we like, but, and everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about there because, uh, oh, is there anyone who doesn't have baggage? <laughs> I think the, the older you get, the more you realise that stuff can pile up behind you and, and you, you just want to move it everywhere, take it with you everywhere. And, and you're carrying it and you're moving it and people are like, what are you? What is all this stuff? Yeah. It's, just, it's just me, okay? you got to deal with it. Uh, here it is. You're piling it up. And they're like, I'm not sure I asked for this when I said I was going to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you thought I was talking about you. No, no, I was talking about me. <laughs> Some people look at me like, mm, are you having a shot? Yeah. Is it sticking? Oh, um, <laughs> that's- that's a joke. That's a joke. So we got to let go of the past. we got to let go of the past. we got to let go of the past because God came to bring us life and life abundantly, right? Life brooming over. I was here on Friday night with the youth and I poured a glass. I was pouring water into a glass and I just let it pour until it ran over and it's like, what are you doing? And my phone was right near it and I'm like, let's see if it gets on the phone. I did not move my phone after that. I got a little bit worried but, uh, you know, a cup running over that, that idea that God, God has got so much goodness for us, so much to pour out over us, that we need to take out of some of the stuff that's in that cup, because it might muddy the water a little bit, and even in that, that's okay, because God's going to keep pouring until, you know, that stream will just run clean eventually, might just take a little while, <laughs> sometimes it's a process, right, oh. Oh, it's a bit dirty. Let's just God's just like let's turn it on a bit more. A bit more. What else have I got? Yeah, let's turn it on some more. Oh, some more. Okay. You just keep flooding it till it's till that water's running clean. I love that. So in 2 Corinthians 5, verses 17 and 18, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is grafted in, joined in him, Jesus, by faith in him as savior. Oh, this is the amplified, can't you tell? Um, He is a new creation, a new creation. This time it's going to be different. Reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the old stuff, letting go of the baggage, all that bags you've been carrying around, the previous moral and spiritual condition, they have passed away. Have they? Have they? Well, Scripture says yes. If you... If anyone, not just some, not just a couple, if anyone believes in Jesus, if you put your trust in him as your savior and you give him lordship over your life, which means you're gonna listen, you're gonna listen to him when he says in his word, live this way. This is a good way for you to live. This is and, and, not, and I love what Pastor Steve McCracken said last week. It's not about making bad people good. It's about bake baking. It's a mount baking. Um, about making free people free you know like like he's chosen people free it's about setting you free right so those things have passed away it declares it in scripture if you call on the name of the lord you shall be saved so that's settled your accounts are sorted your name is now written in the lamb's book of life that's it you you are saved but we can so that's done Right? Can we talk about that spiritually? We're settled, but we can sometimes carry some of the baggage around, (laughs) can't you? Still, you know, you got an overnight bag you might carry with you. (laughs) God's saying you don't, you don't need that anymore. No, I just need this, just some incidentals, just in case. Got some flash money in there that I just to pay things with. It's got my mask. (laughs) I'm feeling it weird, aren't you, to walk around here without a mask on? Sometimes, see my teeth. Oh, it's a little bit scary too. So I used to be able to go, oh, I wonder how my breath is. Doesn't matter, I'm wearing a mask, no one can tell. (laughs) Now now you've got to be careful. (laughs) Oh, Having some fun. Okay, back on track, back on track. It's a new creation. Um, Okay, behold, all things are new and have come because the spiritual awakening brings new life, new life. Hey, how about we let go of the past and grab a hold of that? I want some of that new life. Do you want some of that new life? This time it's going to be different. This time it's, oh, yes. This time it's going to be different different. But all things sorry, but all these things are from God, who reconciled us to Himself through Christ,, made us acceptable to him. He restored the relationship between us and the Father. How good is Jesus? How good was His sacrifice? Above and beyond, more than we need to restore us back to the Father again. There was no sacrifice, mind you, no sacrifice on earth that could ever be made to restore that relationship. It it talks about that in in the Old Testament. All the things they had to do, all the rituals they had to go go through, all the blood that had to be shed. Nasty. Sounds bad, but there was nothing that could be done that could restore us to the Father except what Jesus did. And that's been done for you and for me now. Let's grab a hold of that new life. This time it's going to be different. Today, it's going to be different. Mm. Oh, and he gave us the ministry of reconciliation. <laughs> Just a little thing. He gave us to be able to reconcile other people to God as well. We, we had that ministry to be like, do you want to come into this family of God? Let me show you how. Jesus. So that's a pretty good reason, letting go of the past. I want to talk a little bit now about... Um, some stuff in, in Acts that happened. Um, is this, this story goes through like chapter 4, 5 and 6 and I think it even continues into 7. But it's, it's an amazing... Oh, man, if you get time, read some of this because this is, this is like church. This is, this is apostles and preachers and teachers and, and, and disciples and you and I, you just, just people, right? Some people who have accepted Jesus said yeah i'm going to follow him and and mind you that was a pretty dangerous thing to do back then um there was people back then that if they made that choice they were separated from from family from 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 what they considered holy and true as far as the temple they couldn't go into that stuff they they were like excommunicated from it so we want to talk about them but these guys just just they weren't always priests they were just people they weren't always apostles they were just people and when I was disciples, like the disciples, they were just people who had accepted Jesus and been filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay? It doesn't say they were anything else. That's interesting, isn't it? Like when we read about these early Christians and we're like, wow, these guys are like on fire. They had just been accepted Jesus and received the Holy Spirit. Is there anything different with what we can, we can do right now? Accept Jesus and receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm liking that. This time it's going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I want to jump into hmm, Acts chapter five, verses forty and forty-two. Did I give you those ones, Regan? Excellent. Cool. So um, this is the, the the apostles and the disciples. These guys have been so it's before Paul and that. This is after the baptism in the Holy Spirit. So the council. This is the Sanhedrin. Um, oh, okay. Took his advice because they'd grab these guys the the apostles and disciples before, I'm just going to say apostles because I'm trying to explain too much, um, but they'd grab these guys and said, don't you go talking about Jesus because you're making us sound bad and and you say we 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 killed him. You know him. They didn't even want to say Jesus' name. Just stop using that word. We don't like it. You. Noti, noti. Uh, and, and they didn't. They just went out and just kept <laughs> doing their thing. They're like, what do you... We have to do what we feel is right, and you have to do what you feel is right. So we, and then they went out, went out, and kept kept praying, kept speaking the word. Um, hmm. Okay. Oh, just before this, by the way, they were put in prison. They were they were they were put in prison to wait to speak to the that night to speak to the Sanhedrin and the guys the next morning. While they were there in the prison, in in it says in common jail. I don't know if that means general population. Maybe they were trying to get them beat up a bit. But it also speaks in Scripture about people held these guys in high regard. They, they, they were honoured in the, in the place. So I don't think that the prisoners back there would have been like, yeah, let's beat these guys up. They would have been like, oh, guys, they brought these guys here. This is awesome. Anyway, so they're there. And, and during the night, the, an angel comes to them and says, it's time to leave. And they leave, go out and go and speak in the marketplace. So they go to the to the temples in the marketplace and they're, and they're speaking there early in the morning um, and the Sanhedrin then go and get to get these guys and, and they're saying, they're not here anymore. You know, the guards are there. They went to the guards and said, are they still there? Yep, walked up to it. They're not there. The doors are locked, they're barred. They're just not there.
1: They're like, what are we going
0: to do? Then uh, some guy says, they're in, they're in the temple talking, guys. So they go and get him and bring him back and they say, what are you guys doing? You're talking about that man again. Anyway, and they, they didn't know what to do with them, and they were, they were setting up to do, I think they were actually going to stone them. And one of the guys there um, that gives them advice and says, hey, look, if this is just, giving you some backstory, okay? You get this. Uh, if this is of man, it's going to fizzle out and die. But if it's of God, then you don't want to be fighting against that. So they took his advice and here we are. And after summoning the apostles, they flogged them. Some of them said they, they were severely beaten and ordered them not to speak that name again. Don't go speaking that name. And you know what it means when it talks about speaking the name of Jesus? It's actually using his authority. Don't go using that guy's authority over our authority. Don't you go putting anything over us. We're the number one, apart from maybe obviously the Romans, but, but we're the number one here. Um, so they released them. Oh. And these guys then left the council, get this, rejoicing that they had been considered worthy, dignified by indignity to suffer shame for the sake of his name. And then every single day in the temple area and in their homes, they did not stop teaching and telling the good news of Jesus as the Christ, the Messiah and the Anointed One. They rejoiced. Rejoiced. Do you, do you think maybe they had to let go of some of the past to, to be able to handle that like do you, were they thinking that while they were getting punched in the mouth and kicked in the teeth and and stomped on and and whipped and the, some of their flesh coming off of them were they thinking that like yeah woohoo this is great no that, they had said this time it's going to be this going to be different this time it is different. This time I'm not just I'm not just receiving this beating for me. I'm receiving this for Jesus. Oh, far out. Far out. And they considered it joy. What a what a change in mindset. Hello? What a change in mindset. Would you would you be happy to be put in jail? Like unlawfully, unnecessarily, and then beaten. What? It, it's a it's a it's something that says, oh, man, what, do I, what am I holding on to? You know, my rights, my, my you can't do that to me. And yes, yes, we need to stand up for ourselves. But these guys weren't just standing up for themselves. They were standing up for Jesus. Hmm. Standing up for Jesus. So they received what was given to Jesus happily. I, I, I just got to leave that there because I think that speaks to all of us how can that apply to our life? How can I let go of the past so that I'm not, I'm not going to, the stuff that's happening right now in front of me and right to me or or or, or right now, right? just oh, how can I let go of that? How can I grab a hold of what God wants for me? Can, God, mm, whatever you got. So I, I see Jesus on the cross, right? And he says, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. They don't, they don't know what they're doing. And that's God speaking, right? Yeah, it's easy for Jesus. <laughs> to, to an element, he sees past what he's doing, okay? So, yeah, he has, he has a bit of a leg up in that respect, I suppose. I'm not taking anything for what Jesus did, but, but he could see past the cross and he could see you. He could see past the beating and he could see you. He could see past the whips and he could see your healing. He could see past the death and the separation from the Father to have your salvation. He had his eyes on eternity. And then I see this guy, Stephen. Stephen was selected out of a group of people, there was a need in the church. This is during this time. We need to feed the widows and the orphans and and we need to sort this out because the apostles were getting, they needed some process, all right? Things were going crazy, the stuff was happening and they needed process. So they said, we need some trustworthy, spirit-filled, godly men and women to take over this. Because it says men in there, but a lot of the times they weren't including the women's names. But don't have to explain that. But Stephen was chosen because he was. Um, let me let me get to that. He was a guy. He was just a guy, right? Um, so the disciple, the apostle, said, "We need to devote ourselves to the prayer and ministry of the word." They suggested, um, "Let's choose this guy, Stephen, a man full of faith." And filled with and led by the Holy Spirit. And there was a bunch of other guys as well. They brought him before the apostles and they they prayed and they said, Go, do what we need you to do. And during this time, the message of God, sorry, I'm paraphrasing some of this, so the message of God kept growing and spreading. This is in Acts 6. Um, But Stephen, full of grace, with divine blessing and favor and power, was doing great wonders and signs. Just a guy, just a guy. It also says here attested miracles. So there was people that verified what was happening. Yeah, yeah, that Stephen was there. He said, Yeah, you'd be healed. And the guy was healed. He said, stand up. The dude was standing up. You know, go. And he go, he went. Stuff was happening, amazing miracles. And there were some people that didn't like him. They didn't like the freedom and, and the and the grace. Maybe they were jealous of it. Maybe they just didn't like the authority he had that was putting it over him. And they so they made up this lie that he was um is blaspheming i think it was yeah blaspheming against the words of moses and against god and they got a few people to to verify this because the law back then that if it, if someone said you did this law and there was other people witnesses other people willing to lie and and back up that lie cuz that carried weight as well that the charge would be executed and and blasphemy was execution Um, and it was by stoning so they they brought him before the the Jewish council and they they said is this what's going on here is this true are these charges true actually the the guys were (laughs) they were delivering like the um trying to think of the legal terms the defense and the Prosecution. The prosecutors were like, this guy has done this and we've got all these witnesses. The whole time, the Sanhedrin and the the guys were looking at Stephen because they said he looked like an angel. His face was glowing. (laughs) Just a normal guy. But after Jesus, this time it's going to be different. Now I am in negative territory. Ooh, look out. But I've got to finish this. I've got to finish this because they said, this man doesn't stop teaching you against the, the holy law. He, he wasn't, he was just teaching Jesus. Now they said to him, are these charges true? <laughs> they gave him a chance to defend himself. <laughs> and if you read through Acts 7, he then takes, he then grabs all of the history of, 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 of the Hebrews and says, let me tell you, you've given me an opportunity to defend myself. I won't defend myself. I'm going to defend Jesus. And he goes through and he He pours through scripture and he says this and this and this. All these things happen. All these things happen for Jesus to come and set his people free. All through Egypt, all through history, all through the nation being torn apart. It was all to bring Jesus to front and center so that he could bring salvation to his people and to the world. And they I love this. There must have been some precedent that they had to listen to his answer. They had to hear him out because it was his defence. I love it. It's quite a bit. because so I'm scrolling through. I'm like, whoa, there's a fair bit. Now, when they'd heard this, this is a the Sanhedrin. They were cut to the heart. They began. They were angry at him. They were jealous at him. And and it's funny because the execution that they were going to do for him, stoning, was 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 a, a rule of law that God instigated to remove evil out of the community, but it could also be used to 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 you know release their anger and their, their violence against someone they did not like, which is true in anything, isn't it? We can take anything that God's got and, and try and bend it and twist it our way. So these guys then grabbed Stephen um, and they said, we're, like, they're like, oh, you, you can't talk like that. And he said, um, he gazed into heaven and he said, God, I see Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And look, heaven is, is opening and I see the Son of Man standing right at the right hand of God. What a vision. Huh. They shouted with loud voices and covered their ears. And they, they wanted to yell and over overwhelm his words and, and cover. They didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to hear it. And they rushed at him. They drove him out and they began to stone him. Um, and they they put their coats at the, at the feet of Saul. That's Paul. He was agreeing with that time. He's like, yeah, let's do this. But we know we know that he meets with Jesus <laughs> and that encounter with Jesus changes his life forever and our lives forever because we read what Paul speaks again about in the bible they continue to stone him and they said lord, he said lord Jesus accept and welcome my spirit he knows he knows he's going but then he cries out loudly lord do not hold this sin against them don't charge them with this with my death he this what an amazing statement. This guy's letting go of the past, literally letting go of his life and everything. For the sake of Jesus. Now that ends in his death. We don't always see the death. But Jesus said, "God, don't hold this against them." And Stephen says, "God, don't hold this against them." We see a pattern of forgiveness. Forgiveness is a gift from God for me, for you. And, and we need to let go of the past. And sometimes the hardest thing to let go is our own past and forgive ourselves because Jesus has already forgiven us. So as I finish, as I'm five minutes and 23 seconds over, if anything that I've said here. If anything that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about, about forgiveness and about your past and about letting go and about receiving, that this time it's going to be different. If that's speaking to you, if, if, if you feel God speaking to you, we want to pray for you. I'm going to open up the front in a second. You guys can come down and we can pray for you. And, and not just we're going to pray for you, we're going to believe with you that this time it's going to be different. This time the past is going to stay in the past and you don't need to grab a hold of it again. You don't need to take a hold of it. You can forgive yourself because God has forgiven you. Father, I thank you for the words that you've spoken through me this morning. That this time it's going to be different. We receive your word, God. And we thank you that this time it's going to be different. Father, that what you've been speaking in people's lives, would that continue to echo through this week? This week is going to be different because Jesus is in me and Jesus said that I'm a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come, and he's making things brand new again. This week is going to be different. Thank you, Father. Thank you. So God has spoken to you. You guys are going to have some music playing. I think Pastor Steve may come up in a moment. But as we're finishing up, if you want prayer, come forward. If you want to let go of the past, come forward. Come forward. Now is the time, right now. So I'm opening it up. Come forward. Come forward if you want prayer. It's okay if that was you before and you want to come out again. Come forward for prayer. Thank you, Father. Thanks for joining today.